Good morning. This is Monday, June 3rd, and I'm your Executive Director, Dr. Michael Jacoby, and I'm here to give you a final update on the legislative session that just wrapped up over this weekend. So just a few key points, things that we can walk away with, uh, some to celebrate, some to wonder about for the future, but from a school business perspective, probably the best we could have hoped for, given the issues that were on the table. So from a macro perspective, I think you're going to probably read and hear that this was a big win for Pritzker as his first year as governor, and uh, many, many things on the revenue side were approved that really paved the way for a better balanced state budget going forward and potentially more state funding for schools going forward. We could all argue about the differences between the flat tax and you know what might happen with the constitutional amendment around the, the quote unquote fair tax but many of the other revenue streams that are in place to support some of the things such as capital projects and so forth uh, are going to have impact across our communities uh, and yet uh, might provide some resources for schools that we didn't have in the past so I've got four big takeaways from the weekend, and you can add these to some of the things that have already been done throughout the rest of the session. But number one, uh, the 3% cap on end-of-career salaries uh, for the pension systems was moved to 6% in the budget implementation bill. But as a reminder, when it went to 3% previously, all those exclusions that we had fought pretty hard for over, over several years Things like moving from one endorsement to another endorsement in the same district, those are still off the table. Right now, uh, if that were to happen, that 3%, I'm sorry, no, no, the 6% would still apply. So we have some work to do in the future on that, but at least in regard to you know some uh, the, of you who are collective bargaining here into, the, into this uh, spring and fall, uh, you need to know that 6% is going to be the end of career cap kind of going forward. And I can't imagine this will go backwards now. Uh, since it's been to three and back to six, I think we're probably going to be in that format for a while and we'll work on some exclusions down the road. Number two on my list is the passage of a new minimum teacher salary. And that will become $40,000. The initial benchmark will be $32,076. Um, much debate over this uh, across the whole legislative session. Uh, there are a number of districts that will be negatively impacted right away, but for the most part, this is a, a future concern for many districts because after that $40,000 base salary benchmark is hit, at that point in time, it'll continue to move up on, this, on the measure of the CPI, uh, which means if you're doing raises in that base less than the CPI, over time, this might uh, overtake you or catch up. But this adds to the previous uh, minimum wage was passed for support service per personnel. So now we have those employees that will be going to $15 an hour and the minimum teacher salary for teachers going to $40,000 per year. Number three on my list is the property tax issue. As you might recall, there was quite a big threat of implementing some sort of a property tax relief program which would freeze property taxes and that it was going to be in conjunction with the passage of the fair tax and so forth. Well now that's been pushed off, pushed off to a task force and so that will be some of our summer work uh, to engage with that task force summer and fall. Uh, again not knowing where that's going to go but there is uh, definitely a lot of talk uh, across both 
caucuses related to property taxes, and this will be an ongoing issue for us to address and, and share concerns in regard to going forward. Fourth is construction. Uh, for the first time in many, many years, there will be a construction program that will be called Build Illinois. And the vertical construction is where schools are going to have some opportunity to enter into engagement. $1.5 billion for K-12. Uh, that'll be a 50-50 match. So for every dollar you get in, you get a dollar of grant. Uh, $200 million uh, for maintenance grants. And very similar to what we had in the past, $50,000, uh, up to $50,000 match for maintenance kinds of issues. And then a new component, $100 million dedicated toward early childhood. And this will be uh, a 10% match. So local would have to have 10% of the commitment to what the state provides. This is going to be accompanied with a school construction task force. And that task force is really going to address how to do these grants. Uh, so don't start counting the money right now. This task force has a March 1, 2020 deadline to get a report to the governor and the legislature and to move forward uh, in that particular uh, manner with, with construction grants. So in terms of what happens to the 2004 list and how districts are going to engage on this and how it will be utilized. None of that is really known at this time. Uh, this task force will make some recommendations, and then that will come forward uh, in more detail next year. And finally, the budget does include funding for the evidence-based funding formula as well as some other education funding uh, I, uh, benchmarks. $375 million for evidence-based funding to K-12 schools. There's also an increase uh, in some of our mandated categorical grants, $26.3 million increase for transportation reimbursements. And early childhood grants will see a boost of $50 million, not the full $100 million that was originally proposed by Governor Pritzker. The... Uh, process now of moving forward is going to include some summer work and fall work. Property taxes are not off the table. PE is still probably not off the table, uh, as well as the consolidation discussions. All of those will probably continue uh, as we move through the summer and into the fall. And then we have the veto sessions coming up uh, in October and November, October 28, 29, 30, and November 12, 13, 14. So all in all, it's been a pretty good session, and I think our voices were heard. Special thanks to our lobbyists in Springfield, uh, David Wood and Cal Jackson for Illinois ASBO, Diane Hendren for IASA working closely together, and then our IASB counterparts as well as uh, uh, Allison Maley at uh, IPA really have done a nice job in, really in making sure that our voice is heard from the, the Alliance as well as Illinois ASBO. So I'm signing off for our final podcast on this legislative season. We'll be back at various times next year to update you on progress on some of these outstanding items. So I wish you all the best as you plan and work and lead this summer, preparing for the fiscal 2020 school year. Just remember to keep students in mind that uh, all the work that you do is really targeted toward making a better experience for each and every student that's going to come through your door next fall. So work collaboratively with people, have influence on the direction of the district, make sure you're putting yourself in a position of leadership and not just a follower. Uh, have your ideas on the table and make sure that other people know you have kids' best interests at heart. Thank you and have a wonderful summer.